G'day punters, welcome back to another episode of The Bagman. I'm joined by my co-host Luke Hilton and we're joined by my cousin, Adam Campton. I'll welcome you in first, Campo. You're back in Australia. Uh, looks like you're set up in a, a nice posh hotel at the moment. Yeah, it's bloody beautiful. Back in Australia, been in here now for about oh, nine days and only got a few to go. I'm counting down the days. It's uh, definitely not a posh hotel. How's quarantine treating you? It's not too bad. It is what it is, I guess. Everyone's got to do it. But um, as you can see, I enjoy my food and uh, food ain't the best thing. So Uber Eats is getting a good gig. At least you're in Queensland. So when you do get out, you'll uh, be able to enjoy the sunshine, sunshine not like uh, yeah. us Sydney siders. Yeah, it would be nice if um get out, open the windows. It does look like nice weather over the last week or two. We'll, um, once we get out, I think we'll go and do some simple things, just go and lay in a bit of grass and get some fresh air and um, go for a little break somewhere before we get stuck back into some work. And I did see a tweet the other day, uh, a nice new logo, Campton Racing. Can you tell us anything about that? Yep, Campton Racing uh, will be launching in a few more weeks. It's a business that my partner and Taylor have started. Um, obviously been in contact, uh, been in Hong Kong the last four years. We've built up some good contacts and um, going to start our own racing business. Um, got a few things to still sign off and do before we announce anything, but it's exciting times ahead. Um, lucky, you know, I've got Taylor on board. She's more the, the brains behind it all. Um, but yeah, no, exciting and looking forward to starting our own business and getting back into Australian racing where uh, it just continues to keep booming. All right, beauty. You've always been, times, bring it on. You've always been a better front man, like you got the face for it and everything like that, you know? Yeah, that's exactly right, Hildo. I um, I probably will do the modelling for my hats and jackets and all that stuff. And uh, <laughs> even if we bring out a board short um, thing, I might even uh, might even rock around in there. Hildo, how are you going in isolation? Mate, it's, it's garbage. I've had enough. I've had enough. I need adult interaction. My best mate, the coffee man, now we even went for a walk the other day together. How does he uh, feel when you, you go there and you order your caramel lattes? Mate, I'm just filthy. I've been going there for six weeks now and I still haven't got a free one. You still does drink you know caramel your coffee yet? <laughs> oh, I don't drink caramel. No, I drink piccolos now. Oh, wow. I, like <laughs> I drink a... I drink a, I drink a a lactose-free piccolo with half sugar. Well, oh, next step, espresso. You're moving up in the world. I don't even have to order it anymore. I just nod to heaven and walk in and get it. Jeez. Have a half an Jeez. hour chat. You're you're a celebrity up the Central Coast. Mate, yeah, no, this is a lockdown. I had enough of it. Thank God, Dry July finishes on Saturday. I might be able to get through the next four weeks now. Have you had a look at um, Musselbrook, Musselbrook this weekend? You you got a couple of jocks going there? Yeah, the guys are going there on uh, on Saturday. So uh, it's a pretty strong meeting. Um, obviously, with the provincial being moved to Sunday, it'll sort of take that uh, provincial meeting on on Saturday, but it should be a good competitive card. Better track up there. We've had some horrible tracks over the last couple of weeks. So getting onto a better surface, hopefully, will be uh, more beneficial for the punters. Saturday will also be uh, the last day of Dylan's first season. How many winners has he rode? Do you know? Yeah, he's been 86 winners. So it was during the week uh, on yesterday, 12 months ago, he had his first ever ride. And here we are 12 months later, he's ridden 86 winners and doesn't have a country claim anymore. So it's a pretty, uh, pretty outstanding effort. Yeah, yeah. So... 
yeah, he'll uh, move on to um, bigger and better things now for the next 12 months, uh, riding a lot more at the provincials and hopefully in due course, um, probably early next year, he'll see him head to the metropolitan area as well. Yeah, I'm excited to see him, uh, see him make his way into uh, the, the provincials and the metro area. I'm sure he's going to forge a path and ride plenty of winners. Uh, are you guys ready to get stuck into these quaddy legs at Randwick on Saturday? Yeah, mate. Yep. Let's do it. Uh, so with the entry of the midway, we have 10 races at Randwick on Saturday. Uh, we're going to kick off in the seventh race. It's a benchmark 88 for the three-year-olds and upwards over 1,400 metres. Uh, Hildo, Surf Dancer was having his first run in Australia the other day and he took up the running. Uh, do you have him adopting similar tactics again on Saturday? Yeah, definitely, especially with Clarkie on board. Um, sort of Vitesse has, has drawn inside him. We'll probably have first crack at the lead, but... You know, and Timmy doesn't really like to anyone to get the better of him. And he'll probably, he could sit outside, but I think he'll probably uh, force his way to the front and um, take control of the race. It was really good first up surf dancer. Um, it's probably the one I'm most keen on in the race. Just mindful of the horses coming off these real heavy tracks over the last couple of weeks, whether they can um, back up and, and progress forward. We've seen a few horses come out and have a few flat runs after they've tackled these heavy tracks. So if he can bounce out of that track, um, I think going to be mighty hard to beat uh, on Saturday. A horse like Madam Legend, uh, who I really like, I uh, just struggle to come to it, you know, with that break between runs, missing that other race, going 1,100 to 1,400. Just got to be a bit of a negative against it on um, Saturday, but I'm happy to sort of be with Surf Dancer there. Yeah, Madam Legend's also, I think she's five weeks between runs, so it's not going to be easy, yeah. uh, 11 to 1,400 metres. Uh, she's drawn seven. I thought there was a couple of knocks on the favourites here. I thought uh, Blondo, he was going to have to get well back from barrier nine, and he was able to use that short, sharp turn of foot from a good draw last start. Um, Surf Dancer, as you said, he was really good. That He was running into a headwind the other day as well, so uh, he was one of the better leaders on the day. Vitesse was really good. Um, I think she's, she's 14, uh, two weeks between runs, but she was three deep the other day, uh, and she was very tough uh, after covering away, yeah. extra ground. So I'm, I'm not sure. I think um, I think we're going to be playing on speed on the day, given the rail is going to be out. Uh, Campo, what did you like in the race? Um, well, I do like Madame Legend as a horse. I do agree with Hilda, the gap between runs, but she has had a trial. She looks like a big brute of a mare. She's, she's got class on her side, obviously a tougher race here. Um, I think Legay Salil can run a big race to six. Um, was bought for a bit of a run there at the top of the straight. John O'Shea's horse. I, I just think that, you know, she's blinkers on. Um, I, I just thought last night if it was good, Johnny O'Shea's team's going really good. And, um, yeah, I think she's a good each-way chance. I think she was about seven or eight bucks when I last looked. And um, she just looks like she's got a bit of chance to get a perfect run in behind the speed and run on late. Yeah, and I'm just looking on dynamic odds, uh, Sports bet are six dollars with her, and most places are about seven. But uh, bet three six five are still hanging around at about nine fifty on their lonesome. So if you've got a bet three six five account, uh, jump on and take that because she she looks like she's going to start shorter. Uh, she ran into Lena's Hero a few starts ago on that uh, on a good surface, and uh, I think Lena's Hero came out and won a benchmark hundred after that. So uh, I, I agree, she measures up. Uh, 
for me, I've had a small play on Vitesse. I think she can only run well. Uh, finding a spot on the speed, I don't think Kath gives up the lead. Um, and she should find fence in run and, and prove hard to get past. But uh, for Tess, for me, Legay Soleil for Campo. Uh, are you with Surf Dancer, Hildo, did you say? Yeah, with Surf Dancer, yeah. Anything else to add, boys? Um, no. I, was, I was actually pretty taken by Blondo's last win, but is he that kind of horse? Can he go on with it? Might have given him a bit of confidence. But, um, yeah, if they go a little bit fast up top, I'd expect him to be starting on late. But, uh Thanks for welcoming in, Blake. It's a very easy race to start with. Yeah, tough one. Tough one. <laughs> tough one. We'll move on. The eighth race is a benchmark 72 over 1,000 metres. Just give me one sec. Uh, Nicole I. Beagle has drawn really poorly. Uh, he gets off a heavy surface. He was really good first up winning on that good surface. Who takes up the running here, Hildo? Yeah, look, he's going to be uh, hold your hats in this. There's uh, plenty of speed in this race. Remlap gem, rem laps gem, only knows one way and uh, goes like a scalded cat. Mr. Polar is a very fast horse. Led last start, you've got Degron underneath, and they've all drawn, um, all drawn kind of low. With Mr. Polar drawn out a little bit wider, so I think they're going to jump and and definitely run in this race. Um, Remlap's gem really runs them along, so there'll be uh, no worries about. Uh, tempo in this race, there'll be plenty of it, and um, that's why I've probably settled on Van Giz in this race. Gets um, back on top of the ground or better surface anyway tomorrow. Drawn the one, going to get a really soft draw. Could be a bit tricky where it gets to how far it gets back. Um, covered ground last start, but if it can just sort of get, you know, hopefully maybe two, three pairs back the fence, and Kieran can negate his way free. I think you're going to be charging late at that. What do you reckon Sherry does aboard again aboard six gun with the blinkers on for the first time? I I kind of think it's going to be positive, but I've sort of got it maybe two three pairs back and maybe be able to get some cover from that gate. So um, yeah, not sure. He could really roll forward, but um, I'm sort of I just think there's enough tempo inside him that uh, he might just opt to come back and find that uh, trailing line. Campo, what did you like here? Yeah, I agree. I, I the six a six gun. I just didn't know what to make of him. There's a lot of speed, and I think Mark Newman's probably getting a little bit sick of him just running on every time. Probably put the blinkers on, try and sharp him up. But it's it's probably going to be his own undoing if he's coming to a race with plenty of speed. I'd love to see him ridden up on a bit of speed, bit of weight off his back, and um, let rip. I think he could be that sort of horse. Um, he just keeps being a bit of a bridesmaid. So uh, for me, I'll set it with Duchess. I thought uh, last few wins have been pretty good. Um, and I thought maybe Clarky can just sit in behind the speed, let them go fast. Um, you know, I thought she wasn't bad each way odds. And Misty Orr, I really like to run first up, good second up, uh, drawn perfectly just in behind the speed. I thought that was, you know, if the leaders go too fast, these two will be charging on late. And I just, I just was taken by his last couple, uh, her last couple of wins, Duchess, um, and the Freeman camp's going enormous at the moment. Yeah, Misty Orr maps to get the absolute perfect trail. Uh, Duchess, no problems getting back onto a dry surface? Yeah, of course, that's a bit of a concern, but I just thought the horse, rock hard fit, finds a race at the right time. And um, one thing the Freedmans are doing, they're placing their horses to perfection and putting them in the right races. So um, they obviously think she's ready to come back here and step up and um, take on some better horses. I uh, I want to give a little push for Six Gun. 
Uh, I think that's a relatively strong form race, that last start, 72, that the big easy one. Uh, gets the blinkers on, back on dry. Uh, that race has produced a couple of winners. Kinlock and Fast Coney have won out of that race. So, uh, And I think he's black type placed on the good surface. Um, his only win came on a heavy, but I think that was a maiden as well. So... Uh, I think his form's a little bit up in the air as to which track or surface suits him best. I know the map is a little bit of a concern, but I, I would think that uh, he rates really well in this race. Uh, and I just think that he's going to be well-liked by the market tomorrow with the blinkers back on. Anything else to add, lads? I've got it. Let's do it. Uh, the second last race is a benchmark 88 over 1100 meters, three year olds and upwards. Uh, Space Boy likes to usually take up the running. Do you have him doing that here, Hildo? Yeah, he's sort of uh, another one that um, jumps and, and runs, and uh, he's going to do it again. Um, in this race, he might have a little bit of company. I think they'll sort of roll on a little bit here. You've got Best Stone drawn low and Liberty Sun, and uh, even Enflorage can go forward. Perigord has drawn a bit awkward. It led last start. Um, doesn't need to lead. It's been, can come from back in the field, but drawn a bit wide with Brock on, probably going to push forward. And that just could create some uh, good tempo in this race. Uh, I probably got to be with Just Field in this race. It was with it in the, in the midway last start and it was, um, fell out of the gates and it's just really costly. But, I just love the fact that it just drops from 59 kilos to 52 in this race. And um, I feel strikes a similar field to the midway. You've got our Bellagio Miss, who uh, two starts ago only just beat it half a length. And um, it's going to be right and probably nearly start favourite tomorrow. So um, I'm sort of happy to be with Just Field, probably give it one more chance. It, it's its own worst enemy as far as its gate manners and also its racing pattern and going to need some luck from there. But uh, Hopefully, it can uh, get a good tempo and be charging late. No problems with her getting back onto a dry surface. And where do you reckon she lands from Ford? Do you reckon Bucko can settle a couple of pairs closer? I don't know. I think she's a horse you don't really want to. Josh tried to sort of throw her up there the other day, and she just seemed uncomfortable out of her comfort zone. So I'd love to see him just probably... Yeah, that sort of, you know, three, four pairs back the fence, getting a good cart along and, and just going to need the brakes and, and need some luck in the straight. Campo, what did you come up with here? Uh, tough race. Plenty of chances. Space Boys, one of those horses that continues to get find one better, but his run first up I thought was really good in Flemington. Um, Iron Power, former Hong Kong horse that showed plenty of ability over there and he's been good since coming home. I was a little bit disappointed in his run last start. He probably does have a few issues, and um, those tracks sort of do probably help him a bit. Back on the firmer ground, I'm a bit concerned. Um, I've gone with Valaquenta. I just thought the class could get him home. He's good each way odds. Uh, the no trial, I don't mind that. They kept him fresh. Uh, I reckon he'll be running a big race. Uh, Our Bellagio missed flying, but um, I've gone with a couple of values, Liberty Sun and Accelerado. Accelerado definitely needs luck from the wide draw. I just thought his run last start where he got a bit of balk late and ran on well. I thought definitely at the 40s or something he was, it was overs. And uh, I really, really like Liberty Sun's recent trial. I like the way he tucked the line down the outside. He's consistent galloper. Um, but I just thought those two might have been over the odds. Yeah, Valaquenta was actually in the black type race at Adelaide this weekend as well. And they've scratched him from that to keep him for this race. So has to be well placed. And I've actually heard that he did jump out in 
Melbourne and jumped out really nicely. So uh, you might be on to a winner there. I actually left him out when I was doing my numbers, but I thought he would, might go to that race uh, in Adelaide. So I uh, might have to go back and have a look at him. I thought Bestone was a good chance here. Uh, she measured up to better last preparation. She draws three. Uh, James is in the saddle. She trod really well. She actually got the better of Space Boy late. Wasn't asked to do too much. She's lightly raced. No, her best form's at Canterbury, but she's going to be making her own luck on the speed. And I think she's in for a good preparation. I think she's actually only had two preparations. So uh, we're yet to see the best of her. You mentioned I Am Power Campo. Uh, was 1,200 metres back to 1,000 metres last start and on a heavy surface. And actually, I think he had some really good closing sectionals, maybe the one of the better last 400s of the meeting. So I'd be a little bit forgiving of him there. Uh, and getting back onto a dry surface, he might be able to bounce back. But for me, I'm having something small on best stone. Anything else to add, fellas? Negative. Okay. Move to the last. We're we're cruising through these. Uh, actually, my rider's on um, Adelaide now, so I have to change that back. So the last race is a benchmark seventy-eight over thirteen hundred meters. Cuban Royale was a good winner last week uh, on the seven-day backup. He's a hot shot. Draws relatively low and be going forward. Vitessa's in this race as well, but she's an emergency, so might come out. Hilda, what did you have taken up the running here? Uh, probably think the escape leads from uh, low draw T Park on um, was wide no cover the other day from a bad draw with Nash on and um, generally does like to roll forward and drawn a lot better today, tomorrow I think will probably take up the lead and if the test does start in this race probably sits outside you got he's a shot he's a hot shot and snits a fire probably leaders back so right there I think they'll probably create a bit of tempo Um just having all those horses that sort of sit around that mark. The thing is, they're all drawn sort of low, so they'll probably find their positions. And if, uh, especially if a test comes out, could see them get away with a few cheap sectionals here. And Timmy might be able to rate this horse in front and kick away. You got a few staying horses resuming, like Knight of Power and Radapole and, and things like that. Um, and I just think lack of tempo might work against Cuban Royale, who's probably going to go back and, and need a bit of luck. But, oh, He's a tough one to finish with. Hildo, what did you make of uh, Escape first up? Uh, I know he was really well supported, 950 to 650, um, and didn't have the best of luck. Yeah, I just thought he was, just thought he was too tough a run. He was wide, no cover, bad draw, and um, he wasn't beaten all that far. He just thought it was a definite forgive run first up um, and gets much better circumstances tomorrow. Campo, what did you come up with in the last race? Yeah, tough race. Uh, Cuban Royale and Snitzer fight. I just thought Cuban Royale, good last start. Peaks third up. Going to need luck. I'd love to just see the kid snag him and just ride for luck up the fence. They'll always, you know, fan off that track a bit and just ride for a bit of luck. If he rides him like he did last start, I think he can definitely get the job done again. Their team's flying too. And um, I like Snitzer recent trial. Uh, here we on, barrier two. Uh, good first up record, Peter and Paul Snowden. It ticks plenty of boxes. I think there's actually a little push for Snitzify as well because he was in last week and they scratched him uh, and then they're going to run him this week with the booking of Bowman from Barrier 2. So uh, he, he's he's got a good chance, I would suggest, as well. Uh, I landed on he's a hot shot. I think that um, he's going to roll forward. I, I don't know if they 
made the right decision there last start, Rachel King. Um, she sort of was in between leading and, and taking a sit. And she was just, I think he would have been much better off if she took control of the race uh, and tried to, to get away from them on the corner. Uh, Cuban Royale, as you said, he's absolutely flying. Uh, Stable is flying and uh, he's probably going as well, if not better than ever. And he had the blinkers on for the first time last start and Brock Ryan's absolutely on fire. So uh, plenty of chances in the last, as you guys said, I'm with, uh, he's a hot shot, but I probably won't have a bet in the race. Anything else to add, fellas? Yeah. All right, well, let's get stuck into the quaddie. Uh, so what happens here? I'll go to you first, Hildo. You give us a selection. And then, Campo, you give us a selection. Uh, we'll run through the races. So we'll end up with three selections in each race. Uh, the first race, we'll go to the seventh race. Hildo, what are you choosing there? Surf Dancer. Surf Dancer. Campo? Legay Soleil. Legay Soleil. Okay, what am I, I going to take? I'll take the Tess. Uh, and then in the next race, fellas, what are we doing? Hildo, you're up first. What number? Van Gies, one. One, Campo. I'll go Duchess. Duchess, number 10, and I'll take six gun, number nine. Uh, the second last, fellas, Hildo, what number? 12, Just Field. 12, Just Field. And Campo? Seven, Balaquinta. Seven, Balaquinta, and I will take five best stone and then rounding it rounding us out the last race fellas the field the field, field. You, know, you know that's against the rules mate come on what do we got 11 11 escaped, escaped. what price has escaped 12 dollars no bit of value there hildo beautiful campo over a lot i'll go with cuban royale three uh, and i'll take he's a hot shot uh, so there we go, punters. Uh, numbers are two, six, seven in the first leg, one, ten, and nine in the second, 12, seven, and five in the second last, and 11, three, seven, rounding us out. Uh, best bets of the day, Hildo, give us yours. It's probably uh, very hard to find a best bet. I'm not going to throw out a best bet. I'm just going to throw out a watch horse because I think there's a very interesting runner tomorrow in the midway uh, for Matty Smith, horse called Dick Whittington. His trials have been good. He's having his first start in Australia over from France. He was a very expensive OTI buy. Um, he's a horse that has uh, got group placings or listed placing, and he ran fourth in a group race over there in some really nice races. I know they've got some big plans for this horse moving forward into the spring, and um, Kieran's ridden him in both his trials. They've been nice. He's probably going to be a watch tomorrow. He's going to need a lot further, but um, he's probably the most interesting runner that I want to watch tomorrow and hard to come up with the best all right dick whittington each way for hildo 13 dollars. campo go to dick uh i'll go with legay soleil legay soleil for campo speaking, speaking of dick <laughs> all right i'm going to make my best of the day in the first race uh we can either have a good day or we can have a shit day uh, race one, number six, super effort. Gerald and Sterling, first up at Newcastle, was uh, particularly good. Uh, never got, ne got no cover the whole race uh, and raced away. No luck last start. Jay went back from an awkward draw. Didn't have much luck in the straight. Up to 1,300 metres. Swaps an outside barrier for an inside barrier. Uh, already a bit of money for him. I think he's uh, 
eight fifty to five dollars fifty. Rustic steals come out, so a little bit of deductions, but he's going to be seriously hard to beat tomorrow. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, fellas. Uh, Hildo, you'll be uh, watching all the races, and good luck with Dylan and Chad tomorrow at Musclebrook. Campo, give your Twitter a plug before we go, so the punters can find you and find out about Campton Racing. Uh, Twitter's just Adam Campton. Yeah, Adam Campton. Got a bit of Instagram and Facebook, all the same. Uh, Campton Racing is now my Instagram uh, that I used to do for Hong Kong. So, um, yeah, if you want to follow me there, feel free. Good. Find him. Uh, thanks, fellas. Get us Have a, a good day. Get us a hat. Get us some merchandise. Yeah, I'll yeah, send I, some. He, get said some that he's, uh, he said that he's just ordered 100 hats. So, we'll send out a few few hats to the followers once they come in, Campo. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll send some uh, straight away, and I'll uh, try and get some shirts and stuff done as well. So, um, thanks to the leg up for always being so supportive. As you can tell thanks, by fellas. my stripes and that, I'm struggling here with clothing. That's because you that never do your washing. We're at the Quakers. <laughs> <laughs> I've run out of clothes. Oh, now I'm gone. Now you're running. All out right, of see you, fellas. That's a that's <laughs> a uh, indication we should get off. See you, boys. <laughs>